Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Samuel chapter 4. And Samuel's word came to all of Israel. Now the Israelites went out to fight against the Philistines. The Israelites camped at Ebenezer and the Philistines at Aphek. The Philistines deployed their forces to meet Israel. And as the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who killed about 4,000 of them on the battlefield. When the soldiers returned to camp, the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord bring defeat on us today before the Philistines? Let us bring the ark of the Lord's covenant from Shiloh, so that he may go with us and save us from the hand of our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh, and they brought back the ark of the covenant of the Lord Almighty, who is enthroned between the cherubim. And Eli's two sons, Hopni and Phinehas, were there with the ark of the covenant of God. When the ark of the Lord's covenant came into the camp, all Israel raised such a shout that the ground shook. Hearing the uproar, the Philistines asked, What is all this shouting in the Hebrew camp? When they learned that the ark of the Lord had come into the camp, the Philistines were afraid. A god has come into the camp, they said. Oh no, nothing like this has ever happened before. We're doomed. Who will deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods? They are the gods who struck down the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Be strong, Philistines. Be men, or you will be subject to the Hebrews as they have been to you. Be men and fight. So the Philistines fought, and the Israelites were defeated, and every man fled to his tent. The slaughter was very great. Israel lost 30,000 foot soldiers. The ark of God was captured, and Eli's two sons, Hopni and Phinehas, died. That same day, a Benjamite ran from the battle line and went to Shiloh with his clothes torn and dust on his head. When he arrived, there was Eli sitting on his chair by the side of the road, watching, because his heart feared for the ark of God. When the man entered the town and told what had happened, the whole town set up a cry. Eli heard the outcry and asked, What is the meaning of this uproar? The man hurried over to Eli, who was 98 years old and whose eyes had failed so that he couldn't see. He told Eli, I've just come from the battle line. I fled from it this very day. Eli asked, What happened, my son? The man who brought the news replied, Israel fled before the Philistines, and the army has suffered heavy losses. Also, your two sons, Hopni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God has been captured. When he mentioned the ark of God, Eli fell backward off of his chair by the side of the gate. His neck was broken, and he died, for he was an old man, and he was heavy. He had led Israel for forty years. His daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant and near the time of delivery. When she heard the news that the ark of God had been captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she went into labor and gave birth but she was overcome by her labor pains. As she was dying, the women attending her said, Don't despair, you've given birth to a son. But she didn't respond or pay any attention. She named the boy Ichabod, saying, 
the glory has departed from Israel because of the capture of the ark of God and the deaths of her father-in-law and her husband. She said, the glory has departed from Israel for the ark of God has been captured. And so sadly, the Philistines invaded in this chapter and uh, the Israelites went out to fight against the Philistines and, and they were defeated because they were not in right standing with the Lord at this point in their history. And so when the soldiers returned to the camp, the elders of Israel asked the question, why did the Lord allow the Philistines to defeat us? And uh, they came up with this brilliant plan to bring the Ark of the Covenant to Shiloh. Now, it doesn't say they prayed. It doesn't say they asked God for help. It doesn't say that they sought the Lord of Israel. It says they brought the Ark of the Covenant to Shiloh so that it might save them from the hand of their enemies. Now, now think about that. At this point, and I don't know this for an absolute certain fact, but my supposition is that this had become sort of an idol to them in a way. They attributed the presence of the Lord with the ark, and the ark had taken precedent over the Lord whose presence they were seeking. I know this is a bit of a supposition on my part, but it's a pretty well-supported opinion based on what we're reading here. So they brought the ark of the covenant out. There's nothing recorded about prayer or whatever. But Eli's two sons, uh, the two wicked apostate priests, Hopni and Phineas, brought the ark out, and the ark um, uh, was there as a good luck charm, if you will. But the Philistines fought. In verse 10, they fought, and the Israelites were defeated, and every man fled to his tent. The slaughter was very great. Israel lost 30,000 foot soldiers, and the ark of God was captured, and Eli's two sons, Hopni and Phineas, died. And so you remember the prophecy that um, Eli had been given that because of their backslidden apostasy, uh, Hopni and Phinehas would both die on the same day. Well, here it occurs, and not only did they die, the Ark of the Covenant was captured by the Philistines. Nothing like this had ever happened before in Israel's history. In all of their many battles, uh, no one had ever captured the Ark. And so this was a, a tremendous event in more ways than just the death of Hopni and Phineas. Uh, the ark being captured was of much more significance than the death of these two men. And so Eli heard all the noise going on. He didn't know what was going on. He, he asked, what's the meaning of this uproar? And a man hurried over to Eli. And uh, it says in verse 15, Eli was 98 years old at that time. So he was a very old man and he was blind. And so the man said to Eli, I've just come from the battle line. I fled from it this very day, and Eli asked, well, what happened? And the man who brought the news replied that the Israelites had been defeated by the Philistines and suffered heavy losses, and also Hopni and Phinehas are dead, and the Ark of God has been captured. And the Bible records when he mentioned the Ark of God, Eli fell backward off his chair, and his neck was broken. He was a very old man, and he apparently was overweight. And so he died as a result of this um, heartrending news of the death of his sons and the capture of the ark. But notice it was when he mentioned the ark had been captured uh, is when Eli fell off the chair. He apparently took the, the news of Hopni and Phineas being dead without falling off. But when he heard about the ark being captured, uh, he was deeply moved and fell off of his chair. The note is given here that uh, he had led Israel for 40 years. So he had been a, a judge over Israel for 40 years. Now, there's an interesting 
note. It's kind of a postscript, but it's part of this chapter. It says that um, uh, Eli's daughter-in-law was married to Phineas, and she was about to give birth. And when she heard the news of the ark of God being captured and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she went into labor. So apparently this thing jolted her, and um, and the, the labor pains overwhelmed her. She It killed her. She was dying. And the women attending her said that, you know, there's a boy coming out, but she didn't respond in a good way, and yet she was able to name the boy. And the name that she gave the boy was Ichabod, which means the glory has departed. So she named her son Ichabod because of the uh, the Lord's seemingly having abandoned Israel to this defeat by the Philistines and her own family being utterly destroyed. She named her son Ichabod, saying, The glory of the Lord has departed from Israel because of the capture of the ark of God and the deaths of her father-in-law and her husband. She said, The glory of the Lord has departed from Israel and the ark of God has been captured. And so this, this chapter leads us in a very dead place. But just a word. If this was indeed um, an empty religious exercise, when they brought the Ark of the Covenant out as kind of a historic good luck charm, and not um, as a result of seeking the Lord and having divine strategy to bring the Ark, if this was dead religion, friends, it speaks to us that our religious traditions, too, can become empty traditions. You know, Israel had long associated the presence of their God with the Ark of the Covenant, maybe to the point where they took him for granted. And so they thought that the Ark would do the trick, but what they really needed was the Lord. May that never happen to us. May we never fall prey to empty religious rituals, just going through the motions, doing what we've always done and assuming uh, that the Lord will be with us and bless us. May we continually seek the Lord and never lose sight of the fact Uh, that it's God we are dealing with here, not artifacts, not traditions of men, not religious traditions of our various churches, but God himself. And so, Lord, we pray that we would seek you and continue to seek you all the days of our lives. We appreciate that there are various um, customs and traditions and rituals associated with various churches. But, Lord, may they never take the place of the reality of who you are. May you ever be before us as we seek you and long for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app, and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.